The distant chugging of a car struggling through deep sand aroused a certain nonchalant curiosity. Most likely it would continue on towards the Gamoti River. Nevertheless, all ears in camp casually attuned to the engine. I was concentrating on the barefoot boys high above me in the spreading branches of the camel-thorn acacia tree. During the night, a funnel of wind had blown down the radio mast and Peter and the boys were reattaching the antenna. Relaxed and focused on their task, they were moving easily among the thick branches while I imagined them lying in crumpled, lifeless heaps at my feet. It's not fair, grizzled seven-year-old Oakley. I'm the best climber. Why aren't I allowed to do that? Because you are my favourite child and thus indispensable. I heard that mum, Angus laughed, wrapping his arm around a gnarled branch for support, before leaning out precariously to hand the rope up to Peter, who was reaching down from the branch above. You concentrate on what you're doing, I snapped, watching my tousled blonde boy dangling forty feet above me made my bones ache. The tree was coming into flower, a smattering of soft mimosa yellow blossoms releasing an earthy sweetness. She was an old tree. She must have been producing seeds for many decades, for the elephants had learned her ways and came from far and wide to feast on her grey velvet seed pods. Usually I shooed the huge animals out of our unfenced camp by shouting and banging a wooden spoon on a saucepan. But when the seeds ripened, the beasts would gather under the wide umbrella of our tree and browse undeterred by my Betsy Trotwood vehemence. Four years ago, Oakley had renamed the irresistible pods Elephant Smarties, and annually we declared a pachyderm truce until the last crescent had been hoovered up. Maisie was sitting cross-legged on the roof rack of the Land Rover, observing her older brothers and drawing the action in a notebook. It was a late winter morning, and she had a blanket wrapped lightly round her thin shoulders but the sun was moving up in a clear sky and soon she would be as warm as her sweaty siblings. Her animated, delicate face was already smeared with grey Kalahari sand and when her dusty, unbrushed hair fell over her eyes, she carelessly tied it back in an untidy knot in the nape of her neck. Briefly, she tipped her head in response to a new sound. The gears of the distant car had shifted down a tone. They've turned into the palm scrub, she remarked. Are we expecting anyone, Mum? No, it's probably the wildlife department, I replied, looking up and briefly catching Peter's eye. Maybe there would be some news. Our life was precariously rooted. A thin slip of paper could puff us away. I'd grown used to pinpricks of anxiety spiking my bloodstream. Fear keeps you alive in the wild. But the fear of losing home sat in a deeper place. Its movement through my body was whittling and wearing. Whoever it is can't drive, Travers commented wryly, lying outstretched along a branch with the radio antenna dangling from a wire in his hand. Did you hear those gears grinding, Pete? I hadn't got used to my 16-year-old son's man voice. It still had the lilt of youth, but the androgyny had gone. Will all of you stop drivelling and get that bloody antenna up? I can't stand the tension, I barked, marching to the kitchen tent to put the kettle on. If my progeny were going to fall to their deaths, I didn't want to witness it, and whoever was coming to see us would need some sustenance. Bush etiquette was simple in the Okavango. 
help those in trouble and offer food and drink to new arrivals. Maybe the wildlife department was coming to tell us about a problem lion killing cattle on the other side of the buffalo fence. Or maybe they'd found another poisoned lion. I looked at Sauvignon's skull, bleached salt white by the sun, lying on the sand beside the campfire. A month ago, Peter had found the female's desiccated body beside a pool of water, her cubs' carcasses scattered nearby, and all around lay dead vultures that had nibbled on the lion's toxic flesh.